Good morning, One Hope. It's January 12th, 2024. Our passage for today is James chapter 2, verses 14 to 26. Here is our takeaway for today. Works keep our faith alive. Over the years, the book of James has been misunderstood by many. One person who played a key role in all this was the reformer that we all know really well, Martin Luther, to whom we Protestants owe a lot in terms of our faith and doctrine. It was his reading of the book of Romans which led to the doctrine of justification by faith. We are made righteous by faith, not by works. He's had such a huge impact on the history of Christianity that many saw the book of James as a book that contradicts the truth which Luther had rediscovered for the church. And Luther himself also had a bit of negative feeling towards the book of James as well. When he translated the New Testament into German, he praised Romans, Galatians, and Ephesians, but he called the book of James a letter of straw. Not very high praise at all. And he felt that the book of James had nothing, to, nothing of nature of the gospel in it. So, in his own translation of the New Testament uh, into German, he put the book of James in the appendix. So it's understandable that Luther saw the book of James in a negative light, not entirely, but at least not as highly as these other books of Paul. And when we actually see a couple of verses from our passage today, we could see why Luther might have interpreted this book in that way. Let's look at verse 21 first. Was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? Verse 24. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. Wasn't Abraham considered, was he not considered righteous because he offered his son Isaac on the altar. And that really sounds like James is saying that you are made righteous by your works. Well, when we actually look at the New Living Translation, which is not a literal translation, but dynamic translation, which has a little bit more interpretation in it, it actually translates verse 21 in this way. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions? In other words, the New Living Translation is saying it's not that entirely he was made righteous or given righteousness through his action, but by offering his son, it showed the faith that was in him and that his faith was proved to be true. So, even though that's a bit of an interpretation, I think when you actually consider the other verses in the passage, 
today and the surrounding context, this New Living Translation actually makes sense. But today, in our passage, I want to go a step further because I believe that James himself goes even a step further. A couple of steps, actually, in talking about the works. So let's go to verse 22. He says, You see that his faith and his actions as Abraham were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. Yes, as New Living Translation says, Abraham's faith was shown to be right, but his works did more than that, verse 22 says. Faith and action actually work together. They are a dynamic duo. One needs the other, and they cannot survive or thrive without each other. And what is the role of the works? Well, the works make faith whole, healthy, strong. It is through the works that you do that faith you have becomes stronger as you do your works, as you do the things that are called, uh, you are called upon to do. Verse 23. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. Works leads to a deeper friendship with God. Because faith does not directly, and faith alone directly leads deeper friendship with God. But faith, what it does is it prompts works, and works prospers our faith, and together it leads to a deeper, deeper friendship with God. You know, when you meet someone who has done the same thing as you, there's often an instant connection and bond. As a church planter myself, when I meet another church planter, there's that instant connection and often a bond because we share the same and common experience. But isn't it interesting how when James is talking about Abraham's faith, he's talking about Abraham offering his son, Isaac. Well, what did God do for us, the Father? He offered his son, Jesus, to us. So, Abraham's faith, together with works, faith which prompted him to offer his son, that prospered, that work prospers, prospered Abraham's faith, and together led to a deeper understanding of God and deeper relationship and friendship with God. That's the role of works for our faith. Finally, verse 26, which we don't have on the slide for you. I encourage you to look it up for yourself. It says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. This is where we go back to our takeaway. Our works keep faith, our faith, alive. I'll put it this way. It says that faith without deeds is dead. So if you have the deeds, your faith is alive. And I will put it this way. Works to faith is what defibrillator is to our heart. 
What is the fibrillator? You know, that machine that, that shocks our hearts um, back to uh, life again? Well, our action is like that. Our faith without action and deeds and works just start to fall asleep and, and eventually, possibly even uh, 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 come to a point of on the verge of um, dying. So what our works does do is as we do our works, it brings our faith back to life. So we need the works in order to stay alive in our faith. So wrapping up here are three meditation points for myself personally and for you. Number one, seeing Luther and the uh, impact that he's had uh, on not just the church, but the book of James and how it's understood. It shows me that not one scholar, theologian, or religious leader, or preacher can know, the, know it all. We all have our blind spots. Number two, I felt like personally that I wanted to apologize to James if I could meet him. Well, maybe one day in heaven. Because I also had that prejudice against the book of James, if you will. It is the word of God, but not as exciting, not as deep as the book of Romans or, or Ephesians and Galatians. I was kind of like Luther, and maybe also I was influenced as a Protestant by what the legacy that Luther had left behind for us. Thirdly, all for one project, that this year at One Hope, all of us at One Hope will at least do one project. When we began that or when God put that on my heart, my desire was that we as a church will now start looking outward and lift up our eyes to not just see God, but look to the world and see where we need to be involved to do God's work. Well, the book of James now has given me another spiritual purpose and reason as to why we're doing this. We need to do this so that your faith and my faith will not fall asleep. We need to do this so that if our faith has fallen asleep, that All for One project will become a defibrillator for our faith. It'll wake us up. It'll help us so that our faith will not die. So with that heart, I want to encourage you to sign up prayerfully. Let's get involved and do, all of us, all for one project. How do I know, here's the final question, that my works is the right kind of works? Well, ask this question for yourself. What happens to your faith when you do this work? Is it merely a habit that you carry out? Is it because you're doing it because you can show it to others or you just do it because you've always done it and you think you should do it, but when you do it, there's no joy. When you do it, nothing happens to your faith. Well, then that's the wrong kind of works. Don't do those kind of works, but make sure your works become one that brings your faith alive. Make sure that it becomes one that keeps you alive, stay alive, and make you thrive in your faith. Does it do something for your faith, to your faith, as you do it? That's the right kind of works. So it's not that works doesn't matter, or it's not that it's not important. It is actually very important. 
because it is our works that keep our faith alive. And we owe James for this truth that we all need. In Jesus' name, amen.